Welcome to Living on the Exhale, a podcast designed to help us find inspiration, laughter, and growth in the messy middle of our lives. Each week, we explore ideas, inspiration, stories, and experiences that help us to grow, connect, and learn. So if you're in need of a weekly dose of inspiration, laughter, and a reminder that you're not alone in this crazy journey called life, then this podcast is for you. I'm Stacy Berkovitz, your host, and together we find peace and embrace life one breath at a time. Where are my teachers out there? First and foremost, I know it's the holidays or close to them, and this is when things can get, well, a little crazy for teachers. As a former teacher myself, I want to send you so much love and so much support for every single effort and every single thing you are doing for your students. You are amazing. And today, I am really excited to introduce a fellow teacher to you, Sasha Braham. She comes to us from the motherland of England, and she is an educator, has been an educator for 10 years, and noticed with her own journey, which you'll hear about, how important it was to get centered inside herself. And so she created something called the Woo Woo Teacher Club, and it is just an embodiment of who she is. You'll feel her energy as you listen to her in today's podcast. So sit back, celebrating teachers. And for those who are not teachers, it's a good reminder of how we can support those who are forming and guiding our young ones in the future. Let's begin. Welcome, exhalers. So glad you can be here today. I am really excited because I have the opportunity to be with my good friend, Sasha, who, as you know, um, as I explained, is just something special. She's something special. So Sasha, (laughs) welcome to the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you, Stacey. I appreciate that. Thank you. So Sasha, give us a little background about what you do and what got you here. Okay. What do I do? I do. I wear so many hats, Stacey. Probably the one that would be most interesting. Oh, they're all interesting, but I'll start off with teacher Sasha. Teacher Sasha was, so this is my 10th year of being a teacher and I teach high school. So I teach from 11 till 18, 19 year old students. And if I'm being honest, it was what I always wanted to do. It was something that I felt so honored to do. It was something that I felt privileged to be able to stand in front of these young people and in some way, aid them on their life journey whether that be in an educational way or as like a personal mentoring way Um, and I I really 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 wanted to just do the best I could Um, and then it became too much it became too much because as well as Sasha who's a teacher I am Sasha who is a mother to three amazing human beings and one of those amazing human beings has autism and so I my my cup was full overflowing 
And I, despite me wanting to do the best, I just couldn't give any more. And so I just kept on plodding on, kept on going, just kept on giving the little I could to all elements of me. And um, I would, I would, it would be like as though you'd say I burnt out. My teaching was not very good. My results as a result of that wasn't very good. I was short tempered to my children. I just, I, I would start my day at six o'clock in the morning. I'd get up, leave the house at seven. And then I would, I would return to home at 6.30 in the evening. And then I'd start cooking. And my day really wouldn't stop until eight o'clock. It's a long day. Um, and then it got to the point where I said, this, nobody's winning. This is just not going to work much longer. Some way, something has to give. And that's where I said to myself, I've got to do something. And that led to me saying, okay, I still love teaching. Well, actually, it got to the point where I had a meeting with my head teacher because I had developed such anxiety. And I said to my head teacher, look, I've got to leave. I, I, I have no plan B. I have to stop this job because I can't, I've got, I've got nothing left. And I went into that meeting saying to the universe, look, this or something better. And as I went into that meeting, he was like, no, Sasha, please. We really love you. We really want you to be here. Let's find a way to make it work. And I left that interview agreeing to work part-time. So going down to three days. Stacy, that relief just that confirmation, that permission was what kind of triggered me to, to onto this journey now. Mm. I began to meditate every morning, literally 10 minutes, because that was all I could afford, because I was still having to do everything. As you know, no changes could really happen until the next academic year. So for me, that was five months in five months' time. But my mindset has shifted literally 2%. I meditated every morning. I was literally doing gratitude. So being grateful for everything, everything, being grateful for my health, that it was able to sustain me through the 24 hours of my day. Being grateful for the fact that my children, I've still, I'm still able to give them something of me. Grateful for the fact that I have support that even though I probably didn't want to go out on the weekends because I was just so tired, I had people offering me let's go out, giving me some encouragement. And that shift literally was everything I needed. That was the catapult to me changing my mindset, to me being, to manifesting a whole new reality and ultimately yielding tangible results to my students. What does that mean? The, the, the end of that academic year, my students walked away with the best results that I have ever had in my 10 years of teaching. I went first. I made the move first and the, the universe supported me. The universe held me and gosh, so grateful. And of course that was the trigger for me to be, I saw the, the manifestations literally in my eyes. When I saw all of my students, not some of them met their targets, target grades, some of them exceeded that by two target grades. Now, I'm probably, I don't know if your listeners will understand what that means, but if you're a parent or if you're a teacher, 
that's nothing small. That means that they have not only met what they are meant to, they have gone around twice, lapped it twice. That's huge. I've never experienced that in my years of teaching. And so it was just the confirmation that Sasha, you go first. All you need to do is manage today. Manage your mood today. And then you will start seeing the ripex that you not only will have a good morning, you'll have a good day. And then you'll have a good week. And then before you know it, it's more goodness and more happiness and more abundance and more light. Then there is annoyance or overwhelm or stress. Now, of course, my life isn't perfect, but it's so much better than it was, God, even six months ago. It's, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm just at the beginning of this journey. But God, is it nice and juicy and amazing and just it's just magical. And I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for the stress. I'm grateful for the fact that I was in such a rubbish situation because I probably if it was if it didn't get that bad, I would probably be continuing to live on that hamster wheel. And so that kind of leads me to meet meeting beautiful people like you and oh my gosh I, the people I've met and the amazing souls who have just come into my life it's just it's just amazing and I'm so 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 grateful and that led me to being here with you <laughs> and I am so grateful for that and I know my listeners are going wow we can feel Sasha Sasha's amazing energy and spirit oh. and kindness and goodness um, I want to talk a little bit about, I want to jump back a little bit to one of the things you were yeah. talking about, which is meditation. And for mm-hmm. a lot of people, that is a very, elu- that's a very elusive concept. Maybe mm-hmm, imagining mm-hmm. someone sitting on top of a mountain in the middle of a desert uh, okay, yes, with their legs yes, crossed, yes, yes. With, you know, saying, mm-hmm. um, so talk yes, us yeah. your meditation. What do you do for your meditation? Yeah. What's helpful for you? And that's such a good question because if I'm talking to busy people, right, I, I'm talking to teachers, I'm talking to people who own their own businesses, I'm talking to parents, we just can't afford the time. So I knew I needed something to change. I, I had no idea that meditation would be that thing. I probably had the same idea that meditation is somebody crossing their legs, sitting out in an open space and, you know, being in total silence. And therefore that wasn't, I couldn't see myself being able to do that. Mm. And it just was, I just heard somebody offer um, guided meditation. Because I had the idea that meditation means your mind's quiet. You don't have nothing else going on in your mind. And you're sitting somewhere for an hour just with a blank mind. And I never have a blank. I don't have a blank mind even up till now. But I go. I learned that it doesn't necessarily mean having a blank mind. It doesn't mean you don't have anything. Your mind is meant to be busy. It's meant to move. It's 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 a monkey mind. It's called that for a reason. And so meditation for me was just giving myself gift. I'll say I always say gifting myself because at first it was like I was doing myself a, a, a favor, giving myself a treat. And it's just ten minutes of guided meditation. Someone bringing me to a mountain by their speech or affirming to me that how much worth I have. So even when I didn't see it, somebody was saying to me, you're worthy. 
you're amazing, you're whole, even despite your stuff, inverted commas, you are loved, you are appreciated. Um, even when you're stressed, just take a moment, slow down and go inwards and think, why am I feeling this way? Why am I reacting this way? Where's my resistance coming from? And instead of me, because what I was doing was gifting, I was just giving all my energy away, giving it to my, my students, giving it to the parents, giving it to the admin at school, giving it to my colleagues, giving it to my husband and my children. And I thought to myself, really, I, I can't afford 10 minutes out of 24 hours to myself. That's That balance surely has got to be wrong. And so meditation for me means 10 minutes. I'm now able to do 20 minutes and I've been doing it for a long time. But at first, 10 minutes to me was like, oh, it, it was all I needed. 10 minutes of somebody guiding me into a place that gives me peace, into a place that gives me calm, into a place that makes me feel abundant. And of course, my mind will be thinking potentially about what's my first lesson or have I packed my children's lunch for the day or whatever it is. And then just you lovingly give yourself a little elbow, come back, come back, come back. And, and that's all that was needed to kind of shift the monkey mind. And of course, as time goes on, that distraction in my mind is less and less and eventually it will become less and less, but it is still there. Your mind is going to move. So that wasn't a way to punish yourself by saying, well, I can't meditate because my mind can't keep steady for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. So yeah, that, that that's that's what meditation means to me. It's it's a gift. It's a it's, it's an opportunity for me to just go back home, go inwards or go upwards, however you wanted to interpret that. And for me, it's in the morning and it's just before, before I used to, oh my gosh, before I would open my, my, my eyes and straight onto my social media or straight onto checking my emails or worst of all, turn, turn the TV on and listen to the news where it talks about how many people are dying and starving and how much calamity is all over the world. And that's, the first thing that got, went into my brain and went into my body, went into my energies, all the negative. Now, 10 minutes is the first thing I do. I open my eyes, put on my meditation, and boom, already. If nothing else happens in that day, I've gifted myself 10 minutes. I'm worth that. Yeah, I'm worth that for sure. You are. Yes, you are. We all are. And it's you really are speaking to so many people because we are busy moms. Mm -hmm. We're working We're um, some of us are married. Uh, some of us meaning you out of me. So <laughs> all these things are happening in our lives. There's so many demands and to show mm -hmm. up really who mm -hmm. the best self that we can be and to really be open mm -hmm. to what God or the universe is wanting to send us. It can't happen mm -hmm. if we're not open to it. It's much, more, I shouldn't say it can't, it's just much more mm -hmm. difficult. So you're right. Setting those 10 minutes or those five minutes or taking little kitten or baby steps mm -hmm. and one or two minutes of just centering yourself mm -hmm. really makes a difference. And there's, there's several people that, um, 
several friends of mine who we've had the discussion about meditation and it really, it can really be something to change the trajectory of your day, your life. And, and with that, without, without a doubt, without doubt, I mean, even the results of your students just, and that it's interesting, Sasha, because you didn't go in saying, I am going to meditate so that my students score mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Went in with the the mission, the guide of I need this for my life and my own energy. And as a result, your students did mm-hmm. well. As a result, things you never Absolutely. dreamed about started manifesting into your life. So, talking a little bit about, I know your specialty is working with teachers, with working with educators. Yeah. So. Yeah. With your new mission, what what are you hoping to bring to teachers and educators? What a good question. The fact is, you cannot pour from an empty cup. It's just a fact. And like many, I mean, we go into education. In fact, we most people go into their profession wanting to do the best wanting to yield results wanting to make impact now I've, i'm a teacher i've ne- like it's quite obvious that i haven't gone into this for the monetary gain so that what i have gone into is to make the impact to my students i'm obligated to do that because that's what i signed up for my students don't deserve somebody in front of them who's grumpy or who's who's overwhelmed and didn't plan a lesson properly or he's short-tempered because they know that they have got 15 other things on their to-do list that's not fair that's not their responsibility to look out for me it's mine to look out for me and therefore I'm able to look out for them when when I did kind of made this make this change in my life I started to see tangible results, as I said. But not only that, I'll give you an example. Two two of my students went on to university to study to become midwives. So I teach in health and, and social care. They went on to become midwives. Because of my change, the change I made in myself, and the impact that's had to my students, they are now in a position where they can go and impact hundreds of other people. That's not me being big-headed. That's me thinking, let's flip the the, the script. If I kept showing up in the way I had done previously, they may have hated that subject. They may have had resistance to coming into the subject. They may have had resistance in wanting to go on to do this further that meant that the student the people who was going to be impacted by them they're no longer they're no longer able to so I showed up for me and that was that that was the 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 catalyst that meant that my students loved the environment that I created for them the space I held for them the love I had shown them the, the the boundaries I had shown them and they are now as a result of my change are impacting so many other people that's my obligate that's my that's my moral responsibility 
So I don't know. I can't remember the question. I feel like I'm waffling. But the point, the point is, we, we it's it's why would we show up in any less way than what we are able to, in order to, uh, without going too much down the manifestation road, think about a cup. If you are, if there's foam on the cup, or it's it's over, it's it's running over, it doesn't allow space to receive the goodness. It doesn't allow space to receive whatever it is that is meant for you. If you're constantly, you know, the water in my cup was probably toxic. It was stress. It was cortisol. It was it was muddy. And I threw that water away 10 minutes a day. And then it was able to be filled with a little bit of light. Good water, clean, sparkling, nice blue water. So what's going to eventually happen? It's going to overtake all the darkness, all the mud, all the, the, the crap in the cup would be surely eventually be wiped away. Filling that with a cup that I was able to shine my light, where I was able to inspire, where I'm able to motivate others. And that was never my intention. But I'm happy to do it. Of course, I've had mm. some real rubbish things happen in my life. I can't allow that to show up and, and dictate my future. So if I can give myself a small amount every day, I, I, why would I not do that? Tying that into the question of how are, how do you want to, what do you want to do with this now regarding teachers? You want to work with teachers. We're struggling, man. We are struggling. We are drowning. The, the to-do list just never gets emptied. And rarely do we feel appreciated even more really is some does somebody say thank you and appreciate what we are doing and so we have to find ways to feel inspired and feel motivated outside of receiving people talk about manifestation they want to manifest money they want to manifest a um, career promotion career promotion well you can't do that if your mindset isn't where it needs to be if you are coming from a place of ego or you're coming from a place of scarcity or resistance, you may, yes, you may manifest that job promotion, but can you keep it? Can you keep that job? Will you have the impact that maybe you want to have? What's your energy like? So it's all firstly going back to your mindset, your thoughts, your, your relationship with yourself, with the, with the, with source, with, with God, with the universe. Once I found that shift, I didn't have to actively manifest anything. It was all passive. It came to me. I became a magnet. There is some talk of mindset and mindfulness and mental well-being. But to, in my experience, it was all focused to the students. It wasn't focused or isn't focused to the teachers. Now, teachers stand in front of these students every day. If your teachers are in a, in a place where they can't, see the light or they can't feel connected to their job or they don't feel aligned anymore all of that for that one person will be spewed out to the 30 students who are sitting in that classroom so I love that your whole mission is giving teachers this manifestation giving them motivation um, if I was being coached by you or coming to one of your retreats I know for sure I would leave inspired and filled and motivated to really connect to the highest being of myself. And so thank you for sharing all that. Do you have right now 
you are working within the, you're in England. And so are you, I'm in England. Yeah. You're, you're keeping it just localized right now of who you're working with, or is this open for people all over the world? And what are you, what is your outreach looking like? Is it coaching? Is it one-on-one coaching? Is it group coaching? Is it, um, retreats? How are you hoping to reach teachers by you? So at the moment, it's one-to-one coaching. Um, so, okay, rewind. It's a, my podcast is completely free, obviously, and it's designed so that you can listen to it in the car or you can listen to it um, on the bus on the way to work or you can listen to it in your lunch break. For those who feel led to, I'm I'm taking on one-to-one clients. My aspiration is in the summer of 24 to hold my first retreat. So my mission is it's it's so much bigger than than England. It's 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 supporting a, a teacher with who's struggling, supporting a teacher who feels like I'm I can't do this anymore. And the only reason why I'm staying is because I'm paying a bill. I felt that way. So I'm just so thankful. Thank you for doing what you do. Um, and I appreciate oh. what just the light you're you are to your own students and and how you want to just support and love on teachers in a different way than mm-hmm. um, you know, go sit in a bath, which is fantastic, one of my favorite activities. You're saying it goes deeper, it goes internal. So question for you. As we're Go wrapping, for it. let's do it. <laughs> this is so exciting to learn about what you're doing because as a teach, a former teacher, this would have really, and I love teaching and I love my students and it was constantly a giving profession and as opposed to a filling, yeah. filling up your own needs, um, profession. So yeah. wrapping up today. Yeah. You um, had a I question. Like, Go for it. <laughs> I, I always like to ask my guests. Um, what has inspired you recently? Oh my gosh, this is probably such a corny answer. But what inspires me are my students, and I will tell you why. So as I said, I work with young people who are 11 to 18, 19 years old. And I remember my teenage years, as most people want to remember theirs, whether that be in a good way or, or not so good way. And there's just so there was just so much to have to think about and so much to have to consider when you're transitioning from a child to somebody who's independent and you are kind of understanding your sexuality and you're kind of understanding boundaries. And am I a child? Am I a child or am I an adult? Or, you know, trying to find so much balance and understanding and being authentic to yourself and even knowing yourself what you like instead of just your friends. And when I talk, think about the student or the young people now with social media, with the, the, it's just a different game. And so what inspires me are the students or the young people who can show up in their authenticity, unapologetic. Now, I've got one of my students who is a male and it was his prom him a couple of months ago in the summer this man or boy teen or adolescent came to prom in a red scarlet suit with about six inch heels 
He owned the stage. He owned the dance floor. And I thought, I want to be just like you when you go, when I grow up. You are so inspiring. He did, he gave zero Fs. He just didn't care. <laughs> and that is what I find so inspiring that you can show up in your authenticity. You need nobody to give you permission. You just are doing you. And how many adults are like that? Man, I I cannot wait to one day I can just do me, not care about that anything, any of the restrictions that we put on ourselves, just do me. That's my inspiration. My young people, my students, I adore, I, I, I'm so, I just love my students. Even the ones who are not so forthcoming with the, you know, with the energy back. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're doing teenage things. They are in their teenage zone and that's perfect where they need to be because we was all like that. We was rebellion against the, the system and found it really hard to understand boundaries and pushed back. Who didn't do that in some way or another? So I want to take this moment to honour my, my amazing wonderful students who I get to stand in front of three days a week now and I can just give them so much love and so much attention and so much just so much magical stuff because I can I'm in a place to do it and they inspire me maybe even more than I might inspire them well, thank you for inspiring us today, Sasha. You have such oh, a- Oh, my pleasure. If people want to find you and get a hold of you, where can they do that? Yeah, I am at the Woo Woo Teachers Club. So you can find me on Instagram at um, the Woo Woo underscore Teachers Club. If you want to listen to my podcast, I'm all over the place on Apple, Spotify, all over at the Woo Woo Teachers Club. And if you want to send me an email if you, of questions, support anything, info at wooboteachersclub.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here today and inspiring our educators and all our listeners. It's really amazing what you're doing and our beautiful, wonderful giving teachers deserve all the support. So thank you for doing that for them. And thank you for having me. It's been a true, true honor. And I'm so grateful for, for, for you, for what you're doing, for how you've supported me. And just thank you. Thank you so much. Love for you, Stacey. So much gratitude. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. We're right back at you, Sasha. Thank you. <laughs> Let's get ready to meditate. Welcome to today's meditation for educators. Before we begin, make sure you are seated or in a lying position. And if it's safe to do so, close your eyes. Inhale through your nose for a count of four. Exhale for a count of six. Inhale for a count of four. Exhale for a count of six. Inhale for a count of four. Exhale for a count of six. 
Roll your shoulders back behind you three times, letting go of any tension that may be hidden there. Imagining yourself standing in front of your classroom. As you look out where students normally sit, imagine instead energy coming from them. This energy comes into your classroom every day. It can be coming from a negative place or a positive place, but each student is bringing that energy, just like you as a teacher are bringing your own energy. Seeing them as the energy they are and bringing all the loving energy within you to permeate each and every student's energy in your class, to elevate, to lift, to inspire, to provide hope and guidance, learning and love. As you create this beautiful energy for your student, something magical happens. The energy that you have filled them with comes back to you. All the love, the inspiration, the hope, the lifting. Inhale. As you exhale, fill that energy. Fill your body like a bright, glowing light. Now hear yourself saying, when I fully love myself, I'm fully able to love others. Each day, I allow my love for myself to grow more and more. I honor the joy that comes from experiencing love. I love and accept everything about myself and that love is shared to all realms of my influence. Truly loving myself makes kindness easy for me. The more I love myself, the more kindness I send to others. I love every moment of my existence. I manage my mind, my thoughts, my alignment. I have unconditional love within me that overflows in abundance to everyone around me. Inhale, exhale. Now, gently opening your eyes, filled with love. Place your hand on your heart. Together, we find peace and embrace life one breath at a time. Thank you for joining Living on the Exhale. Make sure to subscribe.